Good morning, good morning, good morning, and hello. How are you all? Are you all good? Wow, so am I. And it's day two of our advent calendars today. Mmm, another lovely chocolate. <laughs> so, Christmas is getting nearer. It's so exciting. I love Christmas. So, anyway, I hope you're all well and I hope you're all looking forward to another adventure. Well, I have decided that I'm going to read another adventure of The Wishing Chair today. So, um, we are on chapter 12. We have gone, have read through a lot of chapters, haven't we? So, chapter 12, what is it called? It's called The Wishing Chair is Foolish. Oh, my goodness. So, here goes. Once the wishing chair was very foolish and nearly landed the children and Binky in a dreadful fix. It grew its wings one morning when the children were playing snakes and ladders. Binky saw the red wings flapping and jumped up in excitement. Come on, he cried. I'm longing for another adventure. They all jumped onto the chair. It flew out of the door in a great hurry and then up into the air. It was a beautiful day and the children and Binky could see for miles. The chair seemed in a rather silly mood. It swung to and fro as it flew and even jiggled about once or twice. I say, said Binky, I don't like this. Hold on tightly, children, in case the chair turns head over heels or something silly. It's in a dangerous mood. Shall we go back home? asked Molly in alarm. Of course not, said Peter. We'll never turn our backs on an adventure. So on they went, the chair still doing its little tricks. At last, Binky really did get a bit frightened because Peter nearly fell off. Go down to earth at once, chair, he commanded. The chair seemed cross. It didn't want to go down, but it had to. So down it went, jiggling every now and again as if it really did mean to jerk the children off. Peter looked down to see where they were going. There was a village below them and they seemed to be going down towards the roof of a house. I hope the chair doesn't land on the roof, said Peter. It looks just as if it's going to. But it did something worse than land on the roof. What do you suppose it did? It tried to go down the large red chimney belonging to the house. Oh, it really was behaving very sillily. Sillily? Silly. Of course, it couldn't possibly go down there and it stuck fast. Three legs in and one out. And there it was, all sideways, with the children getting covered with soot and smoke. 
Binky climbed out first and helped Peter and Molly out too. They sat on the roof holding onto the chimney, which felt rather hot because warm smoke was coming out of it. Binky was furious. I never thought the chair would be so silly, he said. It has acted so sensibly up to now. Now look what it's done. It's gone, got itself stuck in somebody's chimney and goodness knows how we're going to get it out. And here we are up on a roof in a village we don't know. It's too bad, said Molly. Look at my dress. Soot all over it. We'd better shout and see if someone will get us down, said Peter. So they shouted. Hi, hey, hello, help, help. Hi. Soon a gnome heard their shouting and came out to see what it was all about. When he saw the, th the three of them up on the roof and the chair in the chimney, he was amazed. He shouted to his friends and soon the whole village was staring upwards. Get a ladder and help us down, please, shouted Peter. Our chair has landed us in this fix. In a few minutes, a long ladder was brought and the children and Binky climbed carefully down it to the ground. Binky explained what had happened and the village folk exclaimed in astonishment. The thing is, said Peter, how are we going to get the chair out? It can't stay there for the rest of its life, cooking in a chimney pot. Who would have thought it would have been so silly? It's trying to get out, said Molly suddenly. Look, it's wriggling. And so it was. It did look funny. It tried its hardest to get out, but it was stuck much too tightly. It's no good, said Peter gloomily. It will have to stay there. I don't see how we can possibly get it out. Of course we can, said Binky. We'll get the village sweep to come along and put his long brush up the chimney. Then the silly old chair will be swept out of the chimney. <clears throat> Excuse me. We will get into it when it comes to earth and go home immediately before it has any time to do anything silly again. I'll fetch the sweep, said a round-faced gnome at once. He lives next door to me. He ran off and in a few minutes came back with a little chimney sweep, looking rather black, carrying his bundle of poles. He stared in astonishment at the chair in the chimney. Can you push it out for us? asked Binky anxiously. I'll try, said the sweep. He went into the house and fitted the big round brush onto the first pole. He pushed it up the chimney. Then he fitted another pole onto the first one and pushed that up the chimney too. And so he went on until the brush was almost at the top. Then he fitted on his last pole and prepared to give a good push. Binky, Molly and Peter were outside the house watching the chair in the chimney. All the gnome villagers were with them too. It was really rather exciting. The chair gave a jolt. The sweep is pushing it, yelled Binky, dancing about excitedly. Oh, look, he's pushing it hard. The chair is coming out. It's nearly out. So it was. 
The sweep was pushing and pushing with his round brush and the chair was getting loose as it was jerked further up. Suddenly, it popped right out of the chimney with a rush. The sweep's brush came out too and twiddled around in the air in a funny manner. There it comes, there it comes, shouted Molly. Hey, chair, come to earth. But, to the children's dismay, that naughty wishing chair flapped its red wings and flew right up into the air. It didn't come near the ground. Oh, I say, said Binky, isn't it behaving badly? They all watched it fly away till they could no longer see it. It was gone. Well, said Molly, we'll have to get home another way, that's all. I'm afraid we've lost the chair now. We'll catch the bus that leaves here in five minutes' time, said Binky, looking at a bus timetable set out on a wall nearby. It won't be long before we're home. I'm sorry about the chair, said Peter sadly. It gave us some fine adventures, you know. Uh, it has behaved very badly today, it's true. But once or twice it's been very good to us, like when it fetched us from Witch Kiri Kiri's. Yes, said Binky, we mustn't forget the good things just because it's been bad. Come on, here's the bus. <clears throat> they got into the bus, which was very peculiar because the driver was a duck and the conductor was a rabbit. However, Binky didn't seem surprised, so Molly and Peter said nothing but just stared. In ten minutes, they found themselves outside a cave in a hillside. This is where we get off, said Binky, much to their surprise. They followed him into the cave and up some steps. Binky opened a door, and to the children's amazement, they found themselves climbing out of a tree in the wood near to their home. You simply never know where an entrance to fairyland is, said Molly, staring at the tree as Binky shut the bark door. They ran home and the very first thing they saw in their playroom was... Guess! Yes, their wishing chair. They stared in astonishment. Why, it's come back home after all, said Peter, delighted. Its wings have gone. Oh, it's come back to us. Isn't that lovely? Good old chair, said Molly, running to it and sitting down in it. I am glad it's back. I expect it's sorry now. I don't mind having nearly gone down a chimney now it's all over. It's so exciting to think of. Don't say things like that in front of the chair, said Binky. There's no knowing what it might do next. Let's brush our clothes clean, said Peter, getting a brush. We'll get into trouble if we don't. And certainly no one would believe us if we said we'd been stuck in a chimney. Whatever shall we do next, said Molly. Aha, just wait and see. (laughs) So, he was a naughty wishing chair, wasn't he? Oh my goodness. That, oh, dear me, 
needed a time out or to be sat on the naughty step. <laughs> what do you think? Very, very naughty wishing chair. I hope you're never as naughty as that. I hope you're always good. <laughs> anyway, that's today's story. And I, again, have to go and get ready for work. Oh, never mind, eh? So, I am going to um, go to work and have a nice day. And you, you're going to go to school and have a nice day as well? Or are you going to go out somewhere nice? Mm, I'm jealous. <laughs> anyway, whatever you're going to do, make sure you enjoy doing it. And just make sure that you stay safe and take care. Okay, so I will see you all again tomorrow. And we'll see what kind of story we have in store for then. <laughs> All I can say is bye for now.